fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing Cult Divinity Lost role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is the Black Madonna. It's, it's available from Helmgast. I am the Game Master, and this is Episode 8. The recap will be given by Matthew Sanderson as his character, John Miller. But before we begin, I would like to announce that we have two new patrons. Richard Watt has pledged, pledged four pounds. That's about five and a half dollars. And Daniel Ireland has pledged five dollars a month to our club. Thank you very much, Richard and Daniel. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matthew. Notes from a notebook. The minute we're still in the hotel in Frankfurt under Oda, and how did that doll follow us back? Dolls just don't appear on someone's bed. What the hell? Well, Dieter shows up. He's been digging into that guy trying to kill us. Apparently, his name's Alexi. But since he's apparently working for Pagodin, the chances of us buying him off, as we planned, suddenly reduced to next to nothing. Hmm. Myself, Dietrich, and uh, examine the doll, but all we come up with are theories. Nothing substantial. Um, Ingolf writes about the asylum and sees people on the other side that are pretty far from being normal. What's worse, they see him too. We go to visit Tatalina uh, with myself posing as writing an article and Ingolf assisting. Hmm, busman's holiday. She was pleasant, remarkably so. Her place was such a place of calm and normality. Why can't more places be like this? When we ask her about her efforts to get the kids out of Russia, they were made homeless after the siege of Leningrad and put in a refugee camp, Camp S-17, and rescued by Tatalina. Some, some were little shits from the start, it seems, um, even orchestrated the deaths of some of their own. Looks like old habits die hard for Marla, Pagoden and Kramer. Two of the girls in the group live in Frankfurt under Oda, Ethel and Layla. We decide to pay them a visit when they get together the next morning. Uh, but on the way, we passed by an alley. Giant cockroaches with human faces pulling a homeless guy away. So many legs. In a second, I was back in those alleys outside the palace, face to face with that rustling thing, metres long, rows of legs, antenna and a mass of mouths and it's along its underbelly. Wounds are still there when I woke up. By the way, Deertrick was brave enough to leap in and help. He couldn't have seen them but they retreated into the darkness and then they were gone. I hate this place. Excellent. So um, after you sort of recover from the shock of what you've just seen, um, the apartment is right there. So you're able to, uh, to go to the stairs. Um, John is acting very skittish, of course, as he's uh, looking in every shadow, every nook. Um, you go up to the door and you knock. And after a few moments, uh, an elderly woman answers the door. Um, ah, you must be uh, John and Dietrich? That's us. Please, please come inside. Thanks very much. And, uh, she says, I'm Layla, and this is Ethel. There's another old lady. Um, they don't look anything like one another, but uh, they're almost 
overly exaggerated um, little old ladies. Um, almost as if they've retreated into a very calm, conventional manner for both of them. Um, you look around the apartment as you enter and nothing is extraordinary. There's no pictures of family though. Um, there's a few knickknacks, there's uh, some plates that the you know, china plates that she's collected and she has hung on the wall. Um, she says, please come inside. Uh, you can have a seat there. We'll, we've got to tea and uh, cookies. Uh, you'd said that you wanted to speak to us about uh, the past. Um, yes, we're, put, we're putting an article together uh, for a magazine that's looking at the, the integration of uh, Russia into into all these the elements of Russia into Germany following the uh, the fall of the wall. So we're looking for little uh, anecdotes and little stories based here and there. And obviously we've we've heard about Tatalina and uh, so your experiences. Um, so rather than like misquote or get anything wrong, we just wondered if you had anything you wanted to uh, to say about the the whole thing. Well. Over the years, we've become friends. We, we speak to each other quite often. Um, but neither one of us can remember very far back. We do remember Dr. Tatlina, and we remember how she helped us come to terms with, uh, with obviously being cut off from our families. We, in fact, don't know who our families were. We don't even know what our last names were. She told us that we were brought from a concentration camp, but we don't remember that, do we? And she looks over at the other one and she's like, no, we don't remember. Um, but you can do a read a person yes. in this case. Ooh, okay. Oh. Uh, my Tiger's Eye dice are still continuing their good rolls from last time. 19 okay. on the dice brings me to 21. Excellent. Yeah, I've got a 16 with my plus, so. All right. Um, I'll let you guys ask your questions. However, you start very quickly to get that they may have completely suppressed what mm -hmm. happened to them because mm -hmm. it was obviously going to be so traumatic from what Dr. Tatalina said. Oh, my interrogator advantage is that I get to ask, are you lying for free? So I'll ask, I'll ask that to begin with. Well, they're not lying, but there are topics they might be avoiding, you know, because of whatever. You're not sure what reason, but it seems like, yeah, that it might be traumatic for them to go back into that suppression. Mm -hmm. Dietrich. 
Uh, you know, one of the things that um, began, John, in the direction of this article was uh, that we were acquainted with Magda Orlova, um, whom you might remember from back then. Yeah, I remember Magda. She, uh, uh, she was a little girl. She had problems, but they were mostly nightmares. Mm. You know. Was uh, that a common occurrence amongst the refugee children? Oh, yes, yes. We all had nightmares. We used to have terrible nightmares. Um, not only, you know, from things in, the, in, in our dreams, but some of the other children were pretty bad. But of course, we weren't. Of course not. Um, yes. Uh, uh, Dr. Taklina mentioned that there were a few little devils in the group. Indeed. Do you, uh, do you think there was some reason that some of the children were traumatized in that way, while others of you were more pacific? It, 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 it's very difficult to remember. One doesn't like to dwell on such dark things. And um, you can see they both become very nervous when they're trying to think about things back then. Um, it, was, it was awful. It was just terrible. It was just terrible. And it was best, you know, gotten rid of and pushed out of our minds. And, and we've lived perfectly normal lives since then. Um, I'm going to ask them some benign questions about assimilating into German culture to soothe them while I try to think about what we care about asking. Well, as, as far as we're concerned, I mean, whether we were born in Russia or what, we're, we still feel like we're German because all of our memories are from being in Germany and being at, uh, in Frankfurt on the order. We've stayed here our whole lives. Um, don't remember much about uh, the other um, uh, Ethel. Ethel says, I, I do remember being in a truck and it was snowing. And when, when we first came to Frankfurt under order, but I don't remember where we were coming from. Do either of you remember a, a boy named Piotr? They think for a moment and they say, oh, he was a very quiet, quiet boy. He never said anything. He must Do you remember his, his doll? Doll? Um, they think for a moment and uh, uh, Ethel says, he used to carry around a little wooden Matyushka doll. Hmm. Yes, he still has it, in fact. Well, he did. Oh, is um, Piotr still alive? Piotr is alive. Really have, we don't really have contact with anybody. Did he know. ever make it out of the asylum? Piotr, I'm afraid, is one of the lost causes. He doesn't oh, seem to be suffering, but he, he's very shut off. Uh, and Magda did very well for herself, but she recently passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. How this began. 
Do you recall the names of any of the other children that had difficulties in particular? Well, not much. I remember there was there were three boys that were kind of the ringleaders of the the bad ones. They uh, I don't remember their names, but they were they were behind most of the mischief and that that continued in, in uh, the frankfurt uh under order uh, clinic um eventually i think the doctor managed to rehabilitate them to the point where they could be you know let back out into public but uh they were just bad eggs mm. One of them says, uh, or the other one says, uh, um, Anton was one of the names, as I recall. Oh, and Philip. There was a Philip, too. I believe he went on to have a career in art, in fact. Oh. We don't keep in touch with any people. Uh, and did you uh, did either of you have children of your own oh no we never married or anything like that um probably for the best too many demons rocking around in our heads mm. it's easier to quiet them when we just don't get involved in fact your coming here today might be. I hope it doesn't stir up any bad dreams again. We used to have bad dreams quite a bit. Always dark, always things rustling around in the darkness. Yes. Uh, before uh, her illness, Magda mentioned having the same or similar nightmares to some other people she was in touch with. Is that something that the I'm not surprised. It, it probably came from back in the beginning, and none of us know what that beginning was. But the dreams were like being trapped there all over again, wherever it was. You know, when you're a child, it's very vague. You don't always know the details of what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. Yes, especially when you're cut off from family and the like. Uh, John, should we leave the ladies to their tea? Yeah, I think that's. I think that's uh, quite enough. We don't want to say we don't want to bring up anything, anything bad. They like the fact that you're their company at the moment, and so they try to change the subject to something lighter and you know entertain you a bit and chit chat, but. They, they're, they're kind of avoiding that darkness. So um, yeah. after about an hour there, you're probably done. I don't have mm -hmm. to say. We'll compliment the jam and not mention cockroaches. <laughs> I'll never turn down <laughs> a cookie. All right. So on your way out, where are you going to go next? I don't know where I'm not going. That alleyway. <laughs> Yeah, I hope the fellow found himself some medical care. He did not look well. Mm. Uh, let's say uh, the others are at the library. 
Let's find a bar near the library. Or somewhere that sells coffee, at least. If you prefer, sure. Yeah. But I'm just thinking it'll keep me awake. Okay. Oh, yeah. So those of you at the library, what are you doing? I believe when we, um, before we wrapped last time, we had done the bulk of our research. We were looking into S-17 and the siege of Leningrad and any, oh, I, uh, academic them. papers, yeah. academic papers written by um, Dr. Tatlina, but it wasn't anything super illuminating. So I think that's all I had. I don't know about Ingolf and Dieter, though. And I was just assisting you, Patricia. Yeah. So do you all want to meet up somewhere? Is that what your intention was originally? Sure. Yeah. I, I figured we had planned to meet at maybe for lunch or something. Okay. Um, so we'll say you mentioned a diner. We'll say that you guys had a place described, you know, that you wanted. And you all end up at the diner uh, and you're sitting there around the table uh, having lunch. Do we think we need to probe into the dark side of the asylum or is that best left untouched? I don't know what good we could possibly do or how it would help us in any way. Okay. I, I can't think of anything good that could come out of there. And particularly wondering what 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 could be gained as well. Yeah, Andy, I, what are I, you doing? Sorry. I just there was a pause, so I said, Dieter, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, he is looking around. Like, just looking. He's very on edge, so he's making sure no one's watching. He's looking um, for people. Now, one thing that I have not brought up too much, but your your dreams are becoming very difficult to deal with. Um, you're sure there are things, and, and physically right now, you're also in, in, in a lot of, you're itchy. Uh, it looks like you've got boils on your skin. It looks like there might even be things inside the boils wiggling around. Um, but apparently you're the only people who can see it, but you can feel it. Feels like we're getting closer and closer to Magda's end. I don't, feels like yeah. we need to take action. Well, yeah. here's, so... Pulling out Kramer's book, because I bought a copy a while ago, um, The Power of Dreams, and opening to the spell again. It says here that we need to seek them out, the dream magician responsible, during the new moon. When is the next new moon? Um, I believe it's on October the... Well, you're in September. Oh, yeah, October. Yeah, October the seventh. So, so two weeks days. ish. Yeah, yeah, a little less than two weeks. That gives us time to prepare. It seemed like there was quite a bit of preparation that needed to be needed to be done. There's not as much preparation as in there's one. There's one component that may be more difficult to acquire. 
So for the outer circle, the first circle that we make can be as far away as we want it to be, but we have to make complete the circle three times. It can't be too large, but we don't have enough time to completely complete it. The second circle is within 40 paces of the temple. And the third third circle is within their temple around them. Um, problem is to, to make this the first circle, we need black sand and soot. So we need to at some point start we need to A acquire black sand and B get soot from somewhere. Um and cups to hold all this. Uh, enough cups for ever for all of us to do it too. The second circle, we need our a copper bowl. Um we need bowls to have our blood, and then we need a source of blood of somebody who is not cursed. And we need to mix those two on the ground as we walk in a circle. And when we say, is there an amount of blood? Is it just a cut? Is this, are we killing someone? Well, let's see. I can visualize a circle as you mix the cursed and pure blood upon the ground. I don't believe it's a, it has to be a large quantity. It's okay. just some. Uh, I wonder if uh, menstrual blood will suffice if someone uncursed. It doesn't, it doesn't specify where the blood needs to come from. And that eliminates the need of to injure someone who is um, mm. not part of this. And I think I might know someone who would be crazy enough. The owner of a bookshop is particularly interested in mm. things occult, conspiracy, and the like. If I hint, perhaps, that I need some assistance to get out of a curse... She may actually believe me and she may actually be willing to help. All yeah. right then, yeah. Well, why not? Although you should definitely, I assume, you know, it, ha it has to be reasonably fresh to mix. So you'll want to test the waters ahead of time so that when it matters, things are ready. I assume well, we all can't of this... just do that on on a command either. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was I would thought even... that he might be suggesting that she'd be willing to cut herself because I was thinking of Selma, of course. But but in, if we need something fresh and we cannot decide when it happens, then somebody who's willing to cut herself might be. That is, I mean, again, she she might. Uh, yeah. Not that we're close intimate friends, but. Well, it's uh, worth looking into anyway. Unless Petra and Dieter could steal something from a blood bank from a hospital or something, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we could go to a, a, a blood donation site, give some of our own, and then grab a bag and run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds silly. 
Is um, it really theft if it's your own stuff you're taking? Yeah. Well, we no, we'd have to grab a bag of somebody else's, somebody uncursed. Oh, all right, got it. Just on the way, whistle on the door, reach into a cooler, grab something. I mean, if you if you steal your own, then that means that you don't have to uh, get your blood yeah. from a perhaps more unpleasant means. But... I, f- I feel that this is all going to have to happen in a very tight time frame because if we if we create these circles and we don't want them unbroken which means we we if we do it ahead of time we risk you know someone disrupting the circle somehow if we're doing it with well, this, like black sand or whatever we could buy two bullets and we could uh well i could try and track down alexi and you know uh we can keep him and use his his blood i guess I know how to keep you someone. Don't... Yeah, we aside. don't know that he's not cursed. We don't, but I feel like they wouldn't curse someone who's an asset to them like that. It kind of sounded like Kramer was cursed in some way himself, just judging by the messages he had left on Magda's machine. That was the implication whether he was telling the truth or not, I don't know. They're, they're, they're too close to it. it. It feels risky to do it that way. Mm. There's a risk that they could be infected. I, I don't know how much the actual circle matters. Okay. It, the, the spell constantly talks about visualizing circles. So if you make, if we're making the circle out of the, the sand going around and around, if somebody were to say walk and disrupt it, I don't know how much that's actually going to matter. I mean, it would be ideal if it didn't happen. So doing it in the middle of the night, somewhat close to the building. Uh, my impression was that we had to do it while they were in their ritual space. And it was going to sort of be simultaneous, the first ring and the second ring and the third. As you guys are sitting there, um, you guys are all trying to look somewhat casual, you know, as you're having your discussion. Um, John has reached over and picked up a newspaper on the from the booth next to you. And you all look over at John and he has turned pale. What's wrong? You look like you've seen a ghost. John, are you okay? Gruesome satanic murder. Insane murderer still at large. On September 23rd, the body of a man was found in the back alley of the, I'm not gonna butcher this pronunciation, uh, Friedrichshain Kreuzberg district of Berlin. He was found by a group of partygoers walking back to their vehicle around 2 a.m. The man had been hung by the wrists from, the, from a fire escape, stripped, tortured, and finally disemboweled in a ritualistic manner. The murderer seems to have been examining his entrails and arranging them in an odd manner and using his blood to write something in satanic symbols on the wall. Autopsy shows that the man was still al- was alive and conscious during the entire ritual, through no- though no one can explain why he did not cry out. Police believe that this case may be related to a number of satanic murders that have occurred around the city in the last few years. The victim has been identified as Professor Heinz Bowen. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. 
professor of modern history and considered one of the foremost experts on East German history and politics during the period of partition. It's not known whether he had any connections in the occult world. It's also not known if any crime, it's also not known if the crime had a particular motive. The police are on the lookout for a number of suspects still at large. You can all do, uh, roll, keep it together. <laughs> keep yeah. it together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a horrible no. way to go. No luck. Oh, it's a nine. Oh, wait. Seven, one, two. That's a ten. I lied. My, my luck with my new dice is eventually run. I had to run out. Seven. Uh, Seven I got, as well. I had 16. 14. Uh, yeah, I think you are suffering an emotional trauma, so you, uh, minus two on stability. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're this next. hits home pretty close. We're, we're next. We're next. They did it to Heinz. They're going to do it to us. I, Plus, I'm... what were they trying to find out by their ritual? I mean, there are many uh, old traditions regarding reading organs of various kinds, but, you know, they're pretty primitive. And I don't understand how how this relates to the, the hit that's out on us. I, you know, I mean, if he was alive, if he wasn't shot before he was, I mean, even just to injure him, yeah, I don't understand. It's, it's, That's one uh, more thing to fear. It's a horrible way to go. Uh, we should really avoid being uh, without somebody else. We should stay in groups. Is it possible they didn't want anything out of him? Could it have been just a message, some way to scare us? It could be a message. Seems too, I don't know, too out there. I, d- I doubt it. I doubt it was anyone like Alexi who did this. this seems uh, a bit more. I have Kramer's book. Is there anything in here about such a disembowelment ritual? His book is mostly about dream stuff. So, yeah, there's nothing about this in there. Hmm. But all of the elements of some sort of ritual are there. Dietrich, do you have many books about occultic rituals in, in your bookstore or anything like that that we could? Yeah. Oh, yeah, certainly. Um, again, I have a, a, you know, I peruse the ones that are interesting, and there are a number of rituals of this type, but I don't, I'd be curious. I wonder what the police think satanic markings in his blood are. Uh, I mean, I don't, it's not my impression in general that the constabulary has a very good idea of what occultists actually do. They, they generally go along the lines of, oh, it looks weird shit, it looks vaguely occulty, therefore it must be satanic. No. Yeah. I saw, a def- I, saw, I saw a scary record album in the teenage boy's closet and therefore his suicide was satanic. <laughs> They take photos of crime scenes. I could see if I can make a call and maybe we could briefly see those photographs if you think it's worth anything. 
it might it might suggest whether or not it's the devil children that did this although how could it be a coincidence mm-hmm. poor man yeah. okay well uh, I guess we're done in Frankfurt on our odor then yeah, but Jesus it's almost like I don't want to go back to Berlin now yeah. but we have to the we have no choice. ritual Killers in Berlin, giant bloody fucking cockroaches here. Why can't anywhere be nice? Yeah, yeah not even our own bodies. We, we had a bar. John, the world isn't nice. <laughs> are, are, are we currently at a bar? Is that where we've, we've met up? Or? You're at a, a diner sort of place. Oh, do they have alcohol? <laughs> they do. I would like to order a lot of it. Please and thank you. I'll have some alcohol. But John, the world is not a the world is not a nice place. You just learn to tolerate it. Or or escape it. That's what I've been trying to do. Yes, everyone yeah. has their way. Ingolf is knocking them back pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a few drinks as well to totally join with Ingolf. But not as many as Ingolf, and I will. Ingolf, you should slow down, my friend. I am not the kind of slow person to say. Slow I, down. I am not. I am not one that should be saying this, considering I have my own problem with the substance. But this is not a way for someone like you to deal with. <laughs> you need to slow down. Why the hell does it matter if I slow down? <laughs> what are we supposed to do, Dieter? You're, you're an intelligent they human and you can't throw that away. They have some gunmen out to kill us. What are we supposed to do? I know. Agent, I know. Have you talked to Selma lately? Uh, nothing significant. I've checked in. I mean, as long as you know that, as long as she's answering the phone, you know that she's. I, I'm worried that she might be in their crosshairs as well, especially now that you're away. Uh, is there any have there been any difficulties communicating Tom with Selma when was the last time you communicated with her here we can't assume that you're communicating or when we're not playing because <laughs> yeah I mean I think you know I would I assume that like she's running the repairs on the shop and I'm checking in with her daily to make sure basically okay. that I'm that we're both still alive uh, yeah she's afraid because I mean, you've kind of hinted that there's weird shit going on. Um, but you you aren't suddenly uh, that. I mean, you guys were kind of on the outs of your relationship anyway. So you, she's handling it herself. More or less. Your concern is more that that's about it. <laughs> I just didn't want to assume that she hadn't been kidnapped and murdered, you know. So we don't have to play every minute of every day. Um, What are your plans over the course of the next few days? 
You're obviously being, you've gone back to Berlin. You're obviously being careful not to be seen or identified. I'm making arrangements as best I can with the resources I have to get to get us underground, like new identities, try to get our, you know, like a place, a safe place to stay, including Selma, you know, just, just trying to get us like off the map for a little while. I'm assisting you with some of my contacts. Yes. To make that yes. yeah. On that front, Petra, do you think that, um, how complicated is it to disappear versus fake one's death it's uh, not yeah. it's not as hard as you may think I'm, because i'm thinking that I, I consider the possibility that someone might be happier with the insurance money mm. than going underground what, with me that what, i mean that i could discuss want? it with her i think it's worth looking into if it's not an order of magnitude <laughs> harder than just vanishing if you want, I can see if I can sort it out. Right? Do you do you think that that would help all of us at all if people were to think we're dead, especially against these? Our I can't imagine that they'll be fooled. That's fair. Okay. I suspect that they're drawing okay. something from us as these things grow in our skin, and that they would know if that went away. Okay, That's so my this, guess. Is, this is more just financial taxes, marriage, that kind of thing for you. Tech, well, also, you know, even if we manage to complete this ritual, that doesn't mean that Alexei won't try to carry out his plan. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I think we're going to have other troubles by the end of it. Uh, there's always more troubles. And one problem is solved, 20 more occur. I think that's me and Dieter's plan is to try to make arrangements for this whole group to disappear or die. Dietrich, if you want, I will sort out your deal. Also, um, as the GM, I think I'm going to have to hold you to that. If you try and fake your deaths, you're going to have to convince me how you fake your deaths so that it's convincing. If, on the other hand, you just change your identities and hide, Petra, you're already an expert on how to do that. So yeah. I have no problem with that. I don't I don't think faking my death is going to be my priority, but if that's Dietrich's, you know, I think we could probably come up with something. Yeah. But no, because you're gonna have to, you're gonna sure. have to trick the police into believing that you're in fact dead, which means a body. Yeah, in terms of insurance. Well, I would be very surprised if the Black Sun building were intact after the ritual, if we manage to complete the ritual. And if you have a substantial enough arson, then it's hard to identify where it remains. But we can cross that bridge. Yes. Uh, I know from experience of certain things, so I can assist. I seem to recall the previous session you guys mentioning something about breaking in that was yeah we we talked about it but kind of decided it wasn't that great of an idea because it seemed like they were there at night 
but hey if you guys want to go that route we could i can i can attempt my master of disguise again. peter can don the hobo outfit and try again let's try something clean next time surely my dice will be on my side for a second <laughs> I don't think it's a bad idea if if our goal is to you know perform this ritual which is going to involve this location i i don't feels like it would be a bad idea to go in blind the night we want to complete this and not know anything about it really yes we need to we do need to understand the layout we can't just as you said we can't go in blind at least a full uh, that's, that's that's the problem there's floors there that you can't see how the hell do you scout something out that you can't see is there? But are they going to the places that the, can't be seen? I, I... An issue we have, Dietrich brought it up with, if we faked all our deaths, they would know, but if we died, maybe they would be able to, let's say I, let's say I snuck in in a disguise, they might be able to sense me anyway. They might be able to sense I'm in there. They might be able to sense any of us are in there. We don't know the extent, but it, I would be willing to go in there. I, I get the impression that as the ritual goes and goes and goes, the more of it that we complete, that we have some kind of supernatural leverage in this situation. There, the, the entity being called upon as some kind of punishing, revenge, vengeful thing. I don't know. I don't really understand it. But well, the ritual obviously couldn't ever be completed if they had to sit there quietly twiddling their thumbs while we circled <laughs> them. They must be prevented in some way yes. from fleeing or attacking us. Yeah. Although that might be largely on us. There's something in this text that says that it's a lot like uh, Yoruba seances. Uh-huh. Those might be worth looking into. Maybe it'll give us some kind of clue about how they go or how this will go. Yes. So are we staying in tourist hotels and moving every other day? Is that how we're approaching Berlin? so as to not be picked off? Petra is probably with, able to find you a safe place. With, with the death of Heinz, it's like, no, we can't take any, you know, can't risk anything. But um, if I can find us a safe, like an absolute safe place, we can stay put. If not, we're going to be on the move. So you have like a un, safe un, house. Right, an, an undisclosed floor of some modest apartment building somewhere that we can hide out. Yeah, that, uh, yes. Yes, the 13th floor. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll give you that out of that. I mean, okay, yeah. Take the, the right to a safe hiding place. various peoples is not an um, unknown concept to me. <laughs> All right. So we'll say you get set up in the safe house. Um, you still have you still have at least a week 
you know, before you have yeah. to do anything. Without um, sleeping properly and without ever feeling comfortable and unable to take much action. It's when you get those materials. When you get those materials. Yeah, the, I mean, uh, the soot, the sand, the cups, the brass, the soot, brass you know, soot is trivial, but I, I know every occult dealer in town, and all of those things are available affordably, and we can spread them out so as not to be obvious. Um, so, really, the only truly, really tricky one is the blood. Yeah. I'll go. Talk to uh, Erica. Erica. What's your name? Erica. <laughs> All right. So you arrive at uh, Montres. Uh, she's like, oh, Mr. Uh, Eckhart, how are you today? Uh, you know, it's been a strange, strange last couple of days, Erica, if I'm being completely honest. Well, isn't that a good thing when you're trying to learn something about magic? <laughs> it can be. What can I do for you? <laughs> Listen, I I think I may be in a little bit of a magical dilemma, so to speak. Oh, what sort of problem? I mean, you you warned me. You warned me, but I kept digging and I think I have fallen foul of some bad people. You're talking about Pagodin and his people. Have they, I mean, have they approached you or? No, no, they haven't approached me, but somebody I'm associated with, I think has been murdered by them. I'll pass her a copy of that article in the newspaper. Oh my goodness. So you knew the professor, you knew something about him, and now he's dead. Um, yeah, this, this definitely looks like some sort of a ritual to find out information. I mean, the whole entrails thing. Uh, pretty ruthless. These people are monsters. What, what are you planning or what are you thinking about? There may be some means to stopping them and hurting them back. There is one component of the ritual that I've been looking into that I am not sure how to find. What what component is that? I need somebody's blood, but it can't be my own. Blood magic. Mm. 
I mean, it's not an ingredient we carry, obviously, but um, how much do you need? Not a lot, if I understand correctly, not a lot. But it can't be your own because you're cursed. Yes, it needs to be my cursed blood and uncursed blood for mixing together. Well, I think, I mean, I mean, we can find a way to arrange that. Um, find a donor who's willing. Uh, it'll be a little shady trying to get a hold of that, but I think I can, I can manage that. You don't know a doctor or anything like that that can get a hold of some for you? Um, yeah, I mean, how long do you have? A couple of days? A couple of days? Uh, so, kind of timetable. Describe the ritual for me. What are you planning on doing? Before I continue much further, um, I do want to read a person. Okay. Ugh, seven. So I reveal my own intentions. Okay. I I am worried that she's gonna sell me out to these people. Right. Um, like I'm trying to figure out if she's going to stab me in the back if I let her know too much. Okay, so she picks up on the fact that you're a little afraid to to reveal because she's into the occult and she might know people and it's like this. Um she reassures you she's not then you're a customer. Why would she betray a customer? <laughs> you know, whatever. Um but she says, you know, this ritual that you're talking about is pretty pretty dangerous and dark. Um where do you i mean it's in the it's in the dream book and she's got mm-hmm. copies of it so, yeah that's yeah um, show her in the book she's like um where do you think their temple would be it's in the it's in the black sun publishing building she's like so i don't think so that wouldn't make any sense i mean if they're if they're th- these Satanists, they tend to be rich, wealthy, powerful people. Um, they're not going to all park their limos in the middle of town around this uh, Black Sun Publishing. Well, they want some place quiet and secluded out in the countryside or something. I mean, you're more familiar with these circles than I am. Is there? Rumor about where they meet these East Berlin Satanists? Hmm. No, I mean, that would be a little tricky to find out, but um, I mean, unless they had uh, a private castle or something out in the middle of nowhere, it would probably be within one of their houses. Who's the richest one of the three? Uh, Mahler or Pagodin or um, that's most likely where it would be is somewhere in their house probably the basement 
someplace where they could make it very, you know, Anton LaVey, very, you know, showy. Um, I don't know. I mean, I can put out some inquiries and see what I can find out, but that's really dangerous because the only way you could really find out is by asking a member and the members are not going to reveal themselves as members because they have reputations. You know, no Satanist wants people to know that they're Satanists when they're also your banker. <laughs> right. But I mean, there are other means of figuring out information without exposing oneself to too much danger, at least physically. Uh, I don't know. Be careful. It sounds like you're getting really wrapped into this stuff. Uh, trust me, I prefer to be otherwise, but I, I have very little choice at this point if I want to keep living. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. And with that, I mean, I assumed I assume those classrooms and things that I saw at Black Sun was their goal, but now I would like to use my forbidden inspiration to take a look at Pagodin's fortress. Okay. Inspiration. Good luck to make your roll. Thank you. My rolls have been terrible today, so it's been nice knowing everybody. Well, not really nice. The situation is pretty horrible. Don't for being honest. But if I die, I wish you all the best. Oh wait! Thank God, I have I have my soul. That was a six, but I have plus four soul, which makes it a ten. All right, choose an option. Uh, my option will be see through the illusion to a specific place of my choice visions. All right. Um, is this the typing thing? Yeah. It is the typing thing. Yeah. So once again, you sort of go into your trance and you begin typing. Um, in this case, it seems, uh, at first, it seems almost pleasant. You're flying over a forest, uh, there's lots of woods, um, there's a few houses and neighborhoods, and you see the fortress uh, in the background uh, as you're, you're approaching it. Um, it's a big enough house, so there's multiple rooms and so forth. And as you're approaching it, there's something black like a black hole in space, somewhere in the center of that property. Uh, you can see, um, you can see rooms on the outside that are, are decorated to look like regular rooms, but then through the doorway, there's symbols and things painted on the wall. There's things painted on the floor and then there's an altar or something like an altar 
with a very strange design pattern all over the floor that almost looks like a topographical map. And then there's another door behind the altar and you are gripped with insane fear as you start moving towards that door and then you, you wake up. Uh, shaking. And you can do a, a... Keep it together? Yeah, keep it together. <laughs> I've got the screen up above. I've got all the things up there. Oh my god. Uh, seven. <laughs> Oof. Um, I'd say you become scared. Uh, negative one more stability. How are you doing on your stability? I am now shaken. Shaken. And you did this with the others around you, so yeah. So you're all aware of everything. Passing the paper back and forth and increasing dread. Good part, of course, is I was curious about how literal the text is about circles around the place. Because in a city, it's very hard to make anything like a circle. Out in the country, it's a lot easier to make a circle. And we can start the outer one farther away. Uh, other than that, that's not good. He's going to have, I don't know, what do you think, Petra? Dieter, how many bodyguards will he have in a place right like that? Dieter's the one that got closest, but... Um, a lot, most likely. But, uh, if I was someone of his power, I would have like, like two, two at each entranceway. I'd have some that are patrolling. You might have some patrols. Discreet patrols, not like um, not they're not just holding guns. They might look like normal passerbys going around the forest area. Just do you think they might reduce the staff at all for rituals because of non-initiates, or it doesn't matter what happens on the outside? No, I, I, I don't. I think inside there'd be less people, but outside you'd still have the guards. Yeah, Inside so would most likely just be that inner circle and the people who are aware. Does that mean we're going to need a small SWAT team just to get in the building? Uh, not necessarily. Well, uh, I'm, I'd like to make an appointment to see Dr. Richter outside of the hospital. Um, and if anybody wants to come, he uh, asked if Heinz and I would let him take blood samples. Uh, and I think he's probably still interested in that and he might be able to see what's happening. Um, and he also might be able to supply us with a vial of blood that, you know, it could be blood that's already been tested and it's gonna be discarded, something that nobody will miss. Maybe a few samples. So we have a, a range of possibilities. Uh, if anybody wants to come, I don't know whether the doctor will have learned that Heinz is dead, but I'll make an appointment with him to meet outside the hospital. And if one of you wants to come, that's you're welcome to for, say tomorrow. 
when you get a hold of Dr. Richter, uh, because you haven't contacted him uh, since you last met him, he does inform you that you are infected with whatever this thing is, although you kind of know that. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, he has an honest and enthusiastic interest in monitoring you. Um, and he would love to meet with you. And if you'd be willing to supply blood, because he's very interested in, in finding a cure for this disease. Wouldn't that be great? It turns out antibiotics. Yeah. <laughs> all logged ever needed. All, all along. Um, all right. So he comes out into the parking lot. This is the, the next afternoon. Sure. Anybody um, want to come? No, I'll go with you if no one else wants to, because nobody should go alone anywhere. That's a good point. Yeah, I think we should stay in at least small groups. Yes, so actually, if you, you actually if you go with Dietrich and I will keep with John and at least be aware of where and go. <laughs> yes, I having someone who can shoot a gun at all times with either group of people is a good idea. And from my perspective, Ingolf isn't quite handling things very well so I am worried that he he, he might uh, go off the rails more. Mr. Pot, Mr. Kettle. <laughs> Thinking All of right. sticking together, um, I need to do an errand at some point so if anyone has got the time for that I'd appreciate a, a buddy doing that. I will, I guess, come with you and we can see if Ingolf will join us to keep him close. So Dieter, Ingolf, and John are going in one direction, and Petra and Dietrich are going to see the doctor. Okay. Oh, you're in the parking lot of the hospital, and the doctor comes out, and he sees you. And he's like, he's like oh, Mr. Zimmerman, how are you doing? Um, this is my friend, Madam X. Uh, uh, before we get uh, complicated, I ask your professional opinion about how we're doing. Then I can see on your skin. Yes, you have the. Oh, you also are infected. And he, uh, he's looking at your skin. Um, and so far, nobody else is able to see this. Not that we can tell. Nobody recoils in panic on the street. Did 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 Madam? Did you catch this from Dietrich or? We were infected simultaneously. Yeah, the 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 woman that past here was was uh, the, the Orlova. yeah she's our point of contact as far as we know yeah, I haven't learned much obviously since then but uh, I'm glad you've recontacted me um, uh, I mean medically we don't have any clue what's going on here it doesn't seem to be something that can register um, uh, it's all some sort of curse or magic. Uh, mm -hmm. But you could tell from Heinz's and my blood that there was something wrong? Yeah, I can see something that's in there that shows that it's, it's damaged or it, it, there's something there. This um, is something other people aren't seeing though? No, well, the other scientists can't see it, but it's definitely there. Well, we have a, we have a theory about the nature of the curse and a possible response to it um it's elaborate and who knows whether it's mumbo jumbo or not but uh we will we one of the 
necessary materials for this counteraction is blood of someone who is not infected. Um, and since we do not want to stab a random stranger and... Oh, you were wondering siphon. if I could supply you with some blood. Yeah, yeah, it can be arranged, yeah. Um, okay, then. Uh, this ritual, is it something that I can observe? I uh, would be happy, perhaps, to describe it to you after the fact. I think that it would be more dangerous than you could reasonably accept. I understand. Um, uh, and not much, merely metaphysically. Um, how much are you looking to? Well, we can't really overdo it. Uh, what we what the text says is that we must mix it with our own. So not something on a slide, but something in a vial. Uh, and I think if you have a couple of vials, I, I thought, you know, after blood is tested, it's discarded very commonly. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So some things that would, you know, on the way to the bin. Yeah, I can, I can most definitely. Well, I can supply you with fresh blood. That's mm -hmm. not that difficult. Like one uh, bag. Any particular, oh, that's... Um, we don't need a type. <laughs> we just need... You should look at a sample under whatever microscope you're using to make sure that it doesn't also carry our infection. But that's the only requirement that the text has. So with that deal... You guys walk away with uh, uh, his interest and a bag of, discreetly, a bag of blood. Keep Which refrigerated. To keep refrigerated, yeah. Yeah, very good. All right. So you have all of the components that you need. And we'll say you've got three days before the new moon. We should find a way to case Pagodin's estate, but I don't know what to do that won't tip our hand. John, did you say you needed to run an errand? Something that yeah. might help? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's it's more of a quasi-personal thing i've got an obligation i need to fulfill and i'd rather not just add more complications to the to the pot okay did you text me something or do you want to go go ahead and do it no i'll go ahead and do it it depends if everyone right. and who's, who's coming with me and i, I am because i thought i thought myself deed and deed were coming with you while they were get, going to the hospital yeah there you yeah. go yeah so three so of us three is of fine. You together Mm -hmm. yeah, right, I, I need I need to hit up a bank, whether it be uh, I presume there are ATMs at this point. Sure. Yeah. Um, see how much there is left in my account. Halve it. Take that out, and then go and distribute it like I normally do down the down the under Den Linton. Okay. It's getting late in the month, and I haven't done it yet. So. Okay. So um, that takes you all of what an hour or so. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's not the, the road isn't that long, especially I don't have to go all, all the way up. It start at the Brandenburg Gate and basically go between every every busker, every performer there is and start throwing handfuls of cash in their direction. Okay. 
I'm keeping an eye out, making sure no one is watching. You, uh, you are in the process of doing that. And as you distribute the last little bit, and, uh, you're ready to head back to the car. When you turn, you think for just a moment that that woman walking over there and going around the corner looks like Persephone. I, I, I'm straight off then. <laughs> yeah, he suddenly starts running. Oh, then uh, then I, I will also run after him, grabbing Ingolf because I'm not leaving him behind. Yeah, I was just saying, Ingolf is in no rush to do anything anymore, so... <laughs> I'm just pulling you along as quickly as I can. So you you turn the corner. Uh, there's you know it's kind of galleria. There's uh, different you know, lanes of shops and stuff like that. You turn the corner, and you can see the woman is maybe fifty feet ahead of you, uh, walking in the opposite, uh, walking away from you. Uh, you run right up to her and you grab her and spin her around, and it's not Persephone. And she's like, "What? What on earth?" She says, oh, you're trying to rob me. She becomes very upset. I, I just look heartbroken and say, sorry, I thought, you, I thought you were someone else. And she uh, she looks very uh, distressed for a moment. And then since you're not robbing her, no. uh, she's like, well, you shouldn't run up and grab people like that. Sorry, it's just someone I've been looking for for a long, long time. And yeah. She... Uh, Walks away. <laughs> John. Um, John. Uh, Ingolf and Dieter, you guys notice that he's, he's pretty upset. Uh, I think, John, you can do a keep it together. Oh, I don't think you're going to get much. Uh, John. You can't just run off. When we... <laughs> How am I meant to protect you if you just keep running off? I wouldn't have needed protecting if it was who I thought it was. Yes, but not from whatever you were looking at, but whoever's watching, if they are still watching, it could be someone up there and I could point to a window. Where... Uh, total of 8 plus 2 plus 2, 12. So... Middle of the road. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I'll go with you... uh, being sad. That seems the uh, the appropriate response here. Okay, so yeah. Another you're, you're minus one. John, yes. Let's get you a drink before. Let's get you a um, drink before uh, getting the going back to the others. You look yeah. like you need one. I do. Ingolf, need you are not. Things for your no, concern. no, Ingolf, you are not. I'm cutting you off. I, I, I need a bottle rather than just a, a glass. Yeah. Yes, John. And I can, I can sort you out. But Ingolf, you can have one. One bottle. No, one, one shot. <laughs> One glass, whatever. There's one, but not a bottle. I okay, cannot after, be dealing. After after it. drinking way more than what you intended on drinking. Because I ended uh, up drinking what you want. <laughs> you all you all end up back at the safe house. Um what are your next what's your next move? 
we have do we have everything? Do we have the soot? Do we have the sand? Do we have the cups, the bowls? I can't imagine that any of the non-blood items are hard to acquire. Yeah. We've got you know nice little Buddhist brass singing bowls and what are the cup specifications? They need, they need to be copper bowls. Sorry, I keep saying copper, brass. Not brass. Copper, but well, my only concern with those things is that uh again we don't we don't make a, a purchase of everything in one place that says we know this ritual. Right, but nothing else should be hard to come by. The soot we probably can acquire without retail. There's fireplaces in there. There are fireplaces and stoves all over Berlin. So all right. So you still got a couple days. What? I like Dietrich's idea of casing this place. I am just concerned about the danger of it. What about you? Have you're still in contact with some staff, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And they're all people who are somewhat professional in security related. Yes, and I believe, I'm sure Dieter has a few contacts in that way as well. You know, more, more than a few, but yeah. Even photographs that would help us identify security and know where the egress and ingresses were would probably be. I would lean more toward Dieter in this because if they've been following me, they know what my men look like because... It's a small group of them, but if Dieter has some friends that he could, or a friend that he could contact, to maybe take some photographs or something. If it's not, not I'll give Rolf a call, but if you have someone, Dieter. I have a couple of people who owe me a favor. I can uh, discreetly get in contact with them and uh, get them on it. Uh, they're two people from a past life, so... Uh, <laughs> do they yeah. have the same strange and funny accent that you have as well no, no that's uh they are more normal more no <laughs> <laughs> I, my accent isn't too bad no it's not a bad accent it's just um you can tell you you're can't not, play, you, you can can't tell play. you're not german Dieter, but that's okay we don't judge I, uh, I am a German, actually. Yes, I'm, I'm quite sure you're German now. Yes, of course. He gives you a smile. <laughs> I will get in contact discreetly, most likely uh, via other people. Just it's like a they'll pass on the message to someone, and it will go in a zigzag. As a practical matter that we need to play out, I assume, uh, I should probably have a discreet meeting in a public place with one of you nearby in which I make a, arrange an understanding with Zelma about the fact that I might be disappearing in a few days. Um, and uh, she should go ahead with the normal procedures for declaring me missing and 
you know, uh, assuming our assets and all that, rather than leave her completely in surprise when that happens. And she, you know, presumably will be safer once that happens. Had an idea uh, whether a little light bulb went on in my uh, moment of self pity and introversion. But um, these guys that are going to be turning up to Pagodens, yeah, that they're all fairly rich, powerful people, prob- uh, probably have fairly big egos, yeah? Egos, certainly. Right. Um, people that are probably maybe also a little bit paranoid because of the, they don't want to risk anything like their their wealth and status getting away from them. If they're going to be turning up to meetings like this, they're not going to want to know who each other are, are they? They're probably going to be wearing great big thick heavy Satanist robes, probably ornate masks, so they can at least uh, distinguish one person, or at least one figure, robed figure from another. Um, we might be able to get, if we can see these people turning up and they're wearing this stuff when they turn up, then we might be able to get an idea of some uh, some robes we need to go and buy, some masks we need to go and get copies of, and then just insert ourselves as one of these one of these folks before they actually really turn up. If it works. Yes. No, Petra's in stunned silence. <laughs> That's a... Risky, bold. And risky. Yes, but uh, I like bold and risky. At least gets you up to the door without getting shot. Whether you can convince somebody there that you're supposed to be there, that's another matter. Ingle, as I keep saying, I'm the master of disguise, (laughs) Ingle. No, well, it's not. The disguise, being dressed in the robes and the mask, you can walk up. Yes. But can you... When they ask you who you are, or ask for some password or something. Well, yes, I mean presumably there's a shibboleth, and I didn't. I was not necessarily under the impression that there was a larger enclave than the three of them. If it's yes. just Anton and Philip and the one whose name we always forget. No, it's actually Anton Muller we always forget. Who am I forgetting? Anton, Philip, Sasha. What if it's just the three of them? And even if it's ten or a dozen, what if they all have different colored masks and they signify rank or something? I don't know how we could possibly... If we saw several ceremonies, then I think that plan would make sense, but we don't have any time to see any more ceremonies. I think they would also probably not use their names, as we said, so they'll probably use code, codes. That, but these are things we could... You can sort of blag around with things when... I've done a bit of espionage before, so... But yes, I'm not going further into what were the robes like of the people who I saw when I looked into the room of in our dreams? Were they red? When you looked into the um, black sun? No, no, no. 
I looked into where we go at night. Where people being tortured in various rooms. There were three businesses robed. One, One of them, was them didn't part. have a torso. Yeah, those were something different. Um, you're talking about the one without the torso. Yeah, what were they wearing? I mean, I just have my. Um, they were in the shadows, so you really couldn't see. It was shapes okay. mostly that you were seeing. Um, when you saw, when you looked into the black sun, black sun. <laughs> um, those people there were all wearing black robes, but they weren't particularly being uh, covert. You know, mm -hmm. it was like, if, if I'm going to draw a picture, it was like looking into Hogwarts. You know, they were like students. So they hadn't, they didn't seem like they'd progressed to that point yet. Uh, but was a, a and was Kramer dressed in a certain way? Or do you type, you see, type these things out? These out? I don't remember. Let's see. I think he did see Kramer there instructing, if I remember. It's been a little while. Kramer in school instructor role. Oh, there was a male teacher in that. Yeah. Uh, Philip Kramer was telling one or more of his students, uh, I'm uh, glad you're joining us. There was so a male Kramer teacher. The male teacher was dressed in the robes, but Kramer, when he was there, he was just dressed in regular clothes. I suppose everybody knows who he is. Um, I can't let's see. Do a <laughs> do a, an intelligence roll. <laughs> I can't really do it. Um, Idea roll. Let's go. <laughs> I do an investigate roll. That makes the most sense. Nope, that's a five. Oh. You may get some information anyway, but you may pay a price for it. Um, well, you get the, the impression that there is a hierarchy, uh, mm -hmm. but the hierarchy is that there there could be a difference between people who are trying to learn magic and rich people who are worshiping satan but they tend to all be wearing black you don't see any colors of anybody wearing any things and they seem to be just long robes well we could certainly invest in some black robes uh they're not bad uh, for fading away into shadows. I just can't oh. assume that we can actually impersonate anyone. And that might also be something that Petra can get a shipment of black hooded robes that <laughs> haven't had to go through a retail complex yet. Go to a costume shop? Um, Dieter. You, you, you are the master of disguise. I am. Um, can you, can you roll your? Yeah, I can. I can roll my my chameleon. I can't. I need to Chameleon's actually. A good name for it. It's not exactly for its purpose, but it'll. Allow I, it. I rolled a fifteen, but I don't oh. actually. 
know what the thing is from the top of my head. Well, I've got it. It's, it just means you're, success, you're successful okay. in being new. But in this case, I'm pulling on your experience as a chameleon. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you've been worrying about passwords and, and, and that sort of stuff. Um, there's nothing that says that you have to walk through the front door. If you walk, if you sneak up behind the house in your black robes, and then one of the guards sees you, he's just going to assume that you're one of the guests that's already yes. arrived having a smoke break or something. Yes. Yeah. I will. I will relay that in my very, very convincing German accent. Were you successful? Was was Dieter successful in getting someone to take perimeter perimeter photographs for us? Oh, I didn't hear that part. That was what you were going to try to do, right, Dieter? Contact yeah. someone you know and and yeah, two 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 people who owed me a favor to mm. just who who would be. Well, uh, not well equipped, but be able to do. It's not luck in this game either. Um, I mean, you do have the standard fifteen plus is a success kind of thing. Yeah. You know what? I don't think that it would be unreasonable for you be able to be able one of your guys to be able to find blueprints of the entire property yeah i mean somebody had to build the place somebody had right. to prove that um it doesn't exactly say here is the evil temple but um you definitely can see the perimeter and the the, the topography of, of what's okay. around it okay so i get blueprints at some point and i bring them to you i get them dropped off by someone in a black hoodie, <laughs> black hooded robe. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. It doesn't show us something about the security detail, but it does give us an idea of the probably numerous entrances and exits, including French doors and things that a substantial yeah. home will have. And, it's... and if there's one thing you can count on in a place like Germany, it's public records. It's definitely it's 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 got a fortress look to it, but yeah, there's definitely French doors here and French doors there and balconies and it's also kind of beautiful the way that it's been built. Uh, what year? Uh, how recently was it built? Did he did he take an old mansion and reconfigure it? Is it stone or is it a new thing that's all glass and? It was probably built in the last. 50 years and they would have purchased it and then refurbished it the way they wanted it. The nice thing about uh, dark, long dark robes is that you can put weapons under them as long as you've got appropriate holsters and pockets. Oh, not that I, you know, know anything about firing a weapon. Would you like a gun just in case, Dietrich? Yeah. Yeah, I think do you, I mean, do you know the do you know the basics of how to use a gun? I see American movies. There's you know, <laughs> there's a there's a safety somewhere and a trigger uh, somewhere. I can show one. you. 
Rule number one is don't handle a gun the way you see Dieter handling a gun constantly. <laughs> Hang on a second. This is my disarmed gun that won't do anything, so I tend to just scratch myself. But it's okay? a bad example for the newbies, Dieter. Okay, if so you, if I get my real gun person. and then I show... Okay. <laughs> okay. I will put my disarmed gun over here and I will get my real gun. Don't bother. It's all right. Uh, no, I, I, you know, I, I will. I just want to know how to load it. Maybe the cartridge kind is better because it's fast, and yeah. where the safety is, which will be on unless I get desperate. Uh, and fifty fifty, uh, if I ever use it, it will be because I don't want to be tortured to death, and I just use it for myself. Kind of, and then Dieter's example will be very helpful. Yeah, I, I, I could do it. If you were being tortured, I would put you out of your misery if I found you. So, you know. I I okay. don't want to go the way Heinz went, that's certain. And I don't want these things to crawl out of my body either. Uh, Ingolf, are you okay, my friend? I'm just preparing myself for my inevitable demise. All right. So a couple of questions. Logistically, how are you guys going to handle this? There are five of you. Um, who's going to be doing the ritual? And I assume that at least one of you is going to be covering everybody. Or... It's, it, there was part of the ritual that said something about how they can't leave the circle. Is that correct? Because we had talked about how we had to kind of incapacitate them in some way. Or am I misremembering that? Again, I, yes, but I believe as as we do the ritual, there's going to be some force that's going to prevent them from leaving the circles okay. anyway. Because I was concerned that I'm quite sure they will know what's going on once we start this ritual. Yes. The, the possibility, I think, exists that their own ritual will be occupying them and that will buy us okay. some time. Okay. Uh, although I don't think that your concern is invalid. Um, is it? Well, I think Dieter uh, and myself, I think, should be a guard of some kind, like dedicated to having a gun and, and sighting I, down this home in case of my my, my thing is, if... Let's say we're doing a ritual. The one person who I can assume would be in that building is most likely Alexi. So and I would rather be in there because if he's in there and you, whoever else goes in there is in there, you might not be able to handle it. It's an interesting question. We don't know, except for when he shot up the bookstore, where Alexi's been. Do we? Do we even know that Alexei was involved in the break-in in Ingolf's apartment? Maybe that's likely. But I don't know that he would be around. I mean, if he's just a hired hand, he might not be anywhere near the ritual. All I know is he's like Pagodin's right hand of his right hand is profile. important. Yeah. He'll, he'll likely be around then. Yeah. Well, I think I would like to study the ritual within golf. Um, I'm uh, pretty calm in stressful situations, and I've been 
less anxious than Ingolf seems lately. I haven't been peering through windows in the same way. No, no offense, please. Uh, and we should have at least two people who feel like they have a command of the language so that we can do it in a somewhat uninterrupted way. Yes. Uh, and we can each have a little, you know, kit of the blood, soot, sand, and so on, so that if somebody gets interfered with. As a precaution, me and Petra could use some of our friends as God, almost. No, might be worth having a couple of extra people around who can handle themselves. Well, uh, there's there's one matter of the ritual that now that we're talking about this. Do we get the impression that all of us are going to have to participate in the ritual, or does only one person have to actually say the words and do the circle? And... I think the impression was that three three wizards, three counter wizards. Okay, like so I think if Diedrich, John, and myself focus on completing the ritual as Petra and Dieter kill anybody that gets in the way. And that's Unless why that I think words. if I if we use a couple of our associates to help if it does hit the hay me and Petra aren't going to be able to handle everyone. Agreed. Okay. Uh, if a couple of your people because it's a you know it's a lot to ask someone to die in an occult ritual for a fee, but if they if you have a couple of snipers and they have a couple of people who appear on the roof and you and, and your outsiders can pick those outsiders off, it would make take a lot of pressure away, and that would be a pretty safe thing, well, I, I guess. Nice. I have friends from my past that are also in the same situation as Eater is. So in norms, so maybe they can, uh, maybe I would know a sniper. You just would go have powerful enemies. I mean, what was your question, Ingolf? I didn't quite hear it. I, uh, does, does Pagodin have any powerful enemies? I mean, his dealings, I'm sure, have brought him into contact with other powerful and dangerous people who might want to very see him die. So that's a very interesting idea, but I'm afraid about mixing that with our ritual. I don't want to get caught in the crossfire. It, it needs to be uh, a small fort. We can't make it a big thing. It's got, it's like using a special force of four to five people go and infiltrate a building of like with like 30, 40 people and they do that. We do, people do that. So we, and we need to keep it small. So one other aspect of this that you guys haven't touched on at all is time. To make a circle around the entire house is going to take an hour and a half. If you guys are sneaking through the woods, making the circle, I assume. Um, we have to make the we have to make the outer circle three times to bury the outermost right. one. Is it in like a 
this fortress is it in kind of a copse of woods or anything like that yeah I it's mean, in could we do a lot of it kind of hidden in the tree line it's you know? in the black forest yeah, got it it's, okay it's in the woods i got the impression that we could do the outermost ring at any distance yeah that, do we have to do run foot even i think it's within 600 feet so oh, it far. says so reading the ritual it says do it in their temple um, if not, you can utilize another location as long as it's 500 paces, within 500 paces of their temple. It does not say, well, that's talking about the, make certain those responsible for your curse are located within their temple as this shall provide you the greatest power. If not, another location can be utilized as long as it is within 500 paces of their temple stone. And it says, under an open sky, face the moon's darkened visage, hold a cup of sun in your right hand and a cup of black sand at your left. Begin walking counter to the sun's orbit, visualizing a circle around the temple while sprinkling two lines from the cups. Sand for the outer circumference and soot for the innermost. While doing so, recite the summons. Um, complete the circle three times. At the end of each verse, call out the name of the magician who brought you harm. And there are more than one, call out each name. With your third eye, visualize the temple as an abyss. So I don't, there's nothing about if we were going to draw circles around them outside of their temple, they would have to be still within 500 paces. So I'm thinking. It'd be in the woods all the way around the house. Yeah. Uh, so we I'm could gonna... be out of sight, out of mind for at least the first. I agree. Yep. Yeah. It's getting the second circle has to be within 40 paces. And that's the hard part. That's literally around the outside of the house itself. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going to, Dieter and I are going to have to step in, I think, and really. Which is why, if <clears throat> I get both my friend to sniper, sniper support, just in case. Mm-hmm. And then, Kaitra, if you have any people who'd be willing to uh, at least. Lookouts. Right, right. I'm just I'm I'm concerned that a lot of noise and commotion could bring unwanted attention. Yes. Well to be quiet. And keep it silent. We only right. have to do the second circle one time. We have to do the outermost three times, the middle one once with the blood. And the one inside three times. So it's three, one, three. And if three of you are working to complete that inner circle, hopefully we can kind of do it at a clipped pace so we're not lingering too much that close to the house. If the three of you are working on that outer circle, you should only have to go around once each at the same time. That'll cut down your time. If that reading makes sense. I uh, The temple stone is somewhere in the house and we have a blueprint of the house. I wonder if there's a room that looks likely. Can I try to observe a situation and figure out if there's a... And they're not, they don't have it in the kitchen. Is there a heart of the building in the blueprint? Um, there are... When you're looking at it, it's a two-story building uh, with quite a lot of rooms. Um, but there is also a basement. The basement looks most like it's far less extensive, the basement. 
it's basically like nine rooms. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. operating in the dark, so that's the likely. <coughs> so basically, if it's if it's nine rooms, it's probably more or less a tic-tac-toe board, and the one in the middle is the heart where they keep the stone of the temple. All right, so that being said, let us assume that tomorrow is the night that this is all going to happen. And because of that, this is probably a great spot to break. And you guys can do your, your upkeep. We will start next week with the ritual. Eep. Oh, boy. the three questions first yeah question time have we discovered anything new about the truth yes we know where their temple is now (laughs) have we discovered have we learned anything new about our characters we learned something new about you (laughs) well something (laughs) I don't think we learned it. The doctor just kind of confirmed everything we already knew anyway. So I don't think necessarily we learned anything new. I've learned that I'm an alcoholic. I learned that I'm an alcoholic. I've been driven to it, literally. <laughs> I'm wondering if I learned anything about my relationship with Selma. Like the fact that we're parting forever, apparently. You're okay with that? <laughs> You're like, yep, I'm just going to stay for that. And she, and she looks really relieved. And I'm like, oh, I see. But I don't know. That's a- what if what you learned is that you really could care less? <laughs> and that surprises you. <laughs> oh. Have, have we challenged ourselves? I think we're all going to get a tick for that next time. <laughs> That's a good call. I feel like every time Ingolf does his thing, it it. But I know that that is a personal. That Morgan, you have opinions on that kind of thing, so your call. But I'm always your champion for that kind of thing because it seems like it's always very stressful on you. Oh, that time I almost died. I mean, that, that time it almost went way wrong. Um, uh. No, no, I, I don't think so. Yeah, not for myself, so. Um, dramatic cooks. I think I've prepared for the ritual. That was one of mine. <laughs> yeah, and I think Dieter and I have succeeded in preparing for our escape, or at least getting that ball rolling. Yeah, I, I think kill the wizards is the. Uh... Is the next one the task? Yeah, <laughs> which still falls under save ourselves, right? So I think that just right. kind of stays. Yeah. Um, anyone else get their dramatic hook? That uh, John, didn't you also have investigate the ladies? Uh, no, I had find a way to stop our enemies and investigate the doll. Um, <laughs> oh, the maybe I'm the only one who had the ladies. Then I didn't learn a lot from the ladies, but I did investigate them. Mm-hmm. They ate their cookies. Okay. 
I suppose we, we have done. Sorry, go ahead, John. Yeah, most most of what we've done in the session was try to find a way of stop these people. So hopefully that counts. Mm -hmm. That's true. We do no, make efforts specifically in that direction. Yeah. Once you do it, can we? I mean, I guess then we could just shift it to Tom's suggestion of like kill the wizards. I was going to say, can we keep, like, can we give ourselves credit for it, but then still keep it? I don't know how that works. Oh, it's uh, in this case, it would be we, we've formulated a plan. Mm -hmm. So that would count for try to find a way to stop our enemies. We found the yes. way. We now just need to enact it. So the right. next one could be confront the trio. Can, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So, new. I'm assuming everyone's next dramatic hook is going to be some variation on what we're going to be doing in the next session. Yeah, I should do the ritual. I should kill some people. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I guess like John, Ingolf, and Dietrich, yours would be like perform the ritual. And then Dieter and mine could be um, protect the group, that kind yeah, of thing. Keep, keep the others alive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If one of y'all dies and keeps me from getting this dramatic hook, I'm going to no, be No, because as long as we attempted to do it. So even if one died, <laughs> if we attempted to protect them, we still could. All right. Well, that is a level up. Still thing, counts. So. <laughs> you run away. <laughs> you died, but I tried. So I am taking a bonus to my violence because we're going to need it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need... I'm going to spend... Do I have something to spend? Do I spend the five to take my violence from minus two to minus one? <laughs> I don't know if that even, even it probably wouldn't even be worth it. Like if you're trying to push Ooh. for this specific situation. Actually, you know? I'm gonna I'm gonna spend five to increase my coolness from minus one to zero. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to more. Yeah, I'm going to upgrade my violence. <laughs> what are you at now? Yeah. It'll put me up to a plus four because increase yes. any one attribute is what I'm using. So. Uh, I'm going to increase my violence <laughs> to plus one. There you go. Pretty because good. I'm, I've got a handgun for the first time in my life. I'd like not to shoot myself unless I want to. Well, now's your time to practice. You practice shooting cultists. <laughs> Do we find? And they, they, it's so cute when they're in their little robes when they go. Oh. <laughs> they're like those wooden ducks at the fair. I'm done. I think we were all. I think we're, we're, we, yeah, we we're have all, a very similar. Like three of us have one objective. Two of us have a, a, a same okay. shared objective. So. Well, we, we all are performing the ritual or protecting the ritual, but yep. that's just one. Does there well, is there one Tom's thing? Tom's was kill the wizards or confront the wizards. So we 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 decided we get the point for save ourselves or whatever variation right. we had of that because that we've been attempting to do that the whole session. Good. Okay. Then yes, I think we're all cut up. We'll go ahead and yeah. just finish it then. And uh, our players included Matthew Sanderson, David Gasway, Holly Buto. Morgan Llewellyn and Josh Harwood with yours truly as the Game Master. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. 
like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of... Oh, <laughs> I almost said it. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the strange and terrifying world of cult, divinity, lost, role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.